The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Podcast, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, CBDs have been trending in the natural foods industry for the past couple of years and has quickly become mainstream. But what's the science behind it? Find out what the latest CBD research is and if it's something you should be adding to your supplement routine. And later we'll tell you what's going on around town. But first up, Stuart Tomp is Vice President of Science Regulation and Education at CV Sciences, makers of Plus CBD with over 30 years of experience in the nutritional health industry. Stuart is regarded as an authority on functional foods and dietary supplements. From his fruitful beginnings working at a health food store in Chicago to 10 years at North American Herb and Spice and Nordic Naturals, Stuart joined CV Sciences in 2014 to help launch Plus CBD and the Hemp CBD Evolution. Welcome to the Mother's Market Podcast. Oh, it's such a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me on your show. Absolutely. Why don't you fill our audience a little bit in on your mission, your passion, and how you got started into today's topic? Well, my personal mission is to ease the suffering of others. And so luckily, I have been fortunate enough to find myself in the natural product industry, where many other people share that as a value system. And I cut my teeth at Sherwin's Health Food Store in Chicago. For anyone that loves the history of dietary supplements, I don't know if you're familiar with that. It was one of the first giant health food stores that sold millions of dollars worth of products. And Neil Levin, you may know Neil, Mm -hmm. who's at Now Foods, who's the director of education, coincidentally hired me. Wow. And I had a chance there to learn about the icons of the wellness revolution, if you will. Mm -hmm. And I went from there to uh, Nordic Naturals after I spent 10 years with North American Herb and Spice. So if you remember the oil of oregano, I got to work with Dr. Ingram. He launched, right, the cure is in the cupboard. Eat Right or Live Longer. The first title was Eat Right or Die Young, and they asked him to change it. (laughs) They said it was too aggressive. But anyway, I've had a chance to surround myself with these people like you and like the people that listen to the show Mm -hmm. that are dedicated to trying to get better. Oh, I love it. You've had some great mentors in your life, haven't you? I've been really blessed. And one other person I always have to mention when I mention Chicago, Karen Calabrese. Mm. Karen from Karen's Fresh Corner. Oh. She was one of the very first raw food activists and was friends with Dick Gregory. And it was early on, I was 16 years old, very sick, sitting there in her office. And she had me on wheatgrass juice and rejuvelac and minerals and all these things that we are learning more about. We didn't fully understand or appreciate the chemistry the way that I've become obsessed with. Mm -hmm. But we knew that nature had these secrets and some people had secrets to share with us. So I've been blessed that people took me under their wing. So I want to follow up with you. Today we're talking about CBD and how it's a trending topic in alternative medicine for the past couple of years. But can you go back a second? Because you were just saying you were sick, and that's usually where the passion starts. Um, It's on the path to wellness. Yeah, and thank you uh, for nudging me a little bit. I I usually don't do that because of a a distaste of sort of the sales pitch when you see the I was the sick person and then this is what I did. You know, it's an N of one, and we are all the end product. And for me, I wasn't well, and I couldn't breathe properly, and they kept giving me medication that they believed in, Mm -hmm. and I kept taking it, and it handled the symptoms, and I kept getting sicker. Mm. And one day, I decided that I would throw my asthma inhaler 
into the fireplace in this dramatic, you know, it said, don't get near fire, right? I was hoping it would explode. It didn't. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I was so self-conscious of this. I'd be in the elevator on my way to the asthma specialist inhaling the inhaler mm. so that when she put the stethoscope on my lungs, I wouldn't sound like I was as sick as I was. Mm. So I noticed this pathological weird relationship I had with name it and blame it, right? The dis-ease. Yeah. And something, I don't know how, I think it was just sick and tired of being sick. And I was open, so that was a blessing. And then I had worked, uh, I don't know how this happened, but I'd worked to uh, attract people to my life that were also interested in the same thing. Mm-hmm. I know that's difficult to explain. It's just emergent. And um, anyway, I was very committed early on. And I, I'm happy that I went through the extremist phases that I think a lot of us go through. Mm-hmm. Maybe some of us are just going through them for the first time. But I really exhausted the isms, right? I'm a this, I'm a this, I'm a this, I'm a that, right? Until I got tired enough to surrender a little bit. So, you know, thank you for prodding me on that. Yeah, no, thank you for for telling us the backstory. And I'm glad you're better. And I'm looking forward to finding out about your company and CBD. What what is CBD? Well, it's simply an ingredient in hemp, Mm -hmm. cannabis that has gained tremendous popularity. CBD is just an ingredient in hemp that has gained tremendous popularity that emerging research suggests may have benefit in the area of immuno and neuromodulatory. It may have these anti-inflammatory properties, but these aren't really things that anybody's allowed to say. Mm-hmm. And so that's why the large stack of research Kim, that I walked through the yes. door with and I sat down there, why we are so dedicated at CV Sciences to really back up these statements Anyway, so there, there's a lot of misinformation out there about this particular ingredient. Mm-hmm. And one thing we really like to make sure at CV Sciences is people understand that just because CBD is an ingredient in hemp that's gained tremendous popularity, that may be an anti-inflammatory, what can you say about the finished branded product? Mm. And that's where I think we've made a big contribution by conducting a randomized control trial on healthy human subjects, mm-hmm. we made healthy people healthier. Oh. They slept better and longer. They ate less. They felt better. Their HDL went up a little bit. In healthy human subjects with the finished branded plus CBD 15 milligram soft gel. Hmm. So that's where this is a really exciting confluence. And I just thank all of the mentors, and then CV Sciences. When I first met this organization, they were dedicated to do whatever it took to mainstream cannabis. Wow. Whatever it took, Mm -hmm. anything. And they funded research. We were doing animal research, which a lot of people are against, which is required by the FDA. I just want to apologize now, okay, Kim? (laughs) No, seriously, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. There was no other way to do this to prove to the feds that what we were selling was safe for human consumption. Mm -hmm. So I want people to hear in our voices what we did. That's why I wanted to come here to be on your show. Everyone's selling CBD. Cannabis is everywhere. What can you give to your grandmother? Mm. What has been researched, tested, and proven effective? What is safe and consistent? When the FDA walks through our doors at CV Sciences, we are ready for any registry, for any and all regulation. And I think that's where this ingredient belongs. Great. Wow. I love how thorough you are and passionate too. Why do you think so many consumers uh, are excited about CBD? Decaffeinated cannabis? Decaffeinated <laughs> marijuana? That, that I heard a very similar analogy 
comparing cannabis to green tea. Hmm. I was at the Scripps Dietary Evidence-Based Supplement Research thing they have every year. Scott Shannon, MD, he was on stage, and he said, let's think about cannabis like green tea. Hmm. Green tea has caffeine, that's the gas, and L-theanine, that's the break. Uh-huh. Gas break. Mm-hmm. Gas break. We all know if you take the L-theanine, it's a little bit more of a break. Mm-hmm. Caffeine's <laughs> a little bit more gas. Mm-hmm. He said, maybe cannabis, THC, it's like the gas, CBD's like the break. Mm. Now, fast forward to 2020, the great Ethan Rousseau, MD, ethnobotanist, says THC by itself causes psychosis. CBD treats it. Mm. Who takes pure THC? Who takes pure CBD? Those are drugs. Those are drugs. And in between, when we get closer to the plant, and a complex biochemical active of a hemp extract that happens to contain some of those compounds, that's radically different. That's like cod liver oil mm-hmm. versus highly concentrated pure EPA, which is a drug, or highly concentrated EPA and DHA, which is a different drug. Mm. So when I say I'm excited that the industry is growing up, that's what I'm talking about. Wow. The secrets are in nature. They are there. When we unlock them, and then we can put it to the test. Mm-hmm. Last year, we approved CBD as a drug and EPA from fish oil as a drug. Wow. Now, I want all of my nature sisters and brothers to do an end zone dance. <laughs> and I don't watch football at all. So if you don't do that, do a drum circle. Whatever you do. <laughs> all right? You were right. Yeah. They yeah. listened to you. Mm-hmm. You won. Mm-hmm. So stop fighting about it, right? Our job is to stay healthy. It's never been harder. I'll say it again. Our job is to stay healthy, and it's never been harder. It's never been harder. So stop trying to tell everyone else what to do, you know, and allow this evolution, revolution we're living through to wash over you and help you change the things you know we all need to change in ourselves. This is the clarion call. And so with all of the research that you've done, and it's thorough, um, and you look at what the market is being flooded with. Perhaps that's the question people have. What, what's good? What is the amount? You know, what are the amounts? So how, do you, how are you the pipeline or the, the air horn out there to say this is the one? Well, we're, we are only one voice at CV Sciences, and I think that uh, truth has been replaced with trust. You've got to listen and look and read and sense, triangulate. Sometimes it's all intuitive. Sometimes it's purely energetic. Sometimes we want to see the data. Sometimes the data doesn't convince us. It sort of pushes us away, mm-hmm. depending on who the spokesperson is for the company. Mm-hmm. So we invite you to uh, do your homework. Yeah. We've put up videos on YouTube, mm-hmm. CV Sciences on YouTube, and you can listen closely. For example, people have been talking about what's been going on lately, yeah. and I want to be careful with what I say. So you can listen to Colonel Dr. Michael Lewis who was on the ground when SARS broke out the first time Mm. and when bird flu broke out and was from the Pentagon and helped as an infectious disease hunter, Mm. Thailand managed through the fiasco. He's one of our medical advisors. Wow. He gives you six tips to managing stress during the pandemic. And he says things like, get a gratitude list and call your grandmother. It's nice to hear that from a military doctor. It is. That right? is nice. Yeah. He shows you a big plate of beautiful food mm. and says, eat better. We all know what that means. Stay calm, carry on, and take plus CBD. 
It's organic. Now, hey, yeah. you know, or, or he says this military medicine. I remember Mike was telling me, Colonel Lewis was telling me when he was selling fish oil to a general in the Pentagon, here was the sales pitch. No side effects. Mm. No side effects, sir. That is so conservative, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, like, really, it is. I mean, it doesn't feel powerful in this day and age where people have oversold so right, much. Right, right. Right here, no side effects. Yeah. So here's what we can say about our product. Uh, we sold 5 million bottles. I gave you the paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have 1,469 side effects, headache, tummy ache, two serious adverse events of 5 million bottles. That means it's 0.03% side effects of 5 million bottles sold. Wow. That is really powerful evidence. That's on pubmed.gov and in the latest issue of the Journal of Dietary Supplements. Wow. That's what we have to do Mm -hmm. if we want to take the most controversial plant and mainstream it. Mm -hmm. We don't want to have to do that to um, denigrate all the activists. That's not what we're doing. Yeah. I just want everyone to know. We just we took it a step further to legitimatize the plan. So what should consumers look for in quality CBD products? Well, look for a QR code on the label, okay. number one. Uh, ask for toxicology work. There's a term called NOEL, no observed adverse effect level, NOEL. Make sure they have established the no observed adverse effect level. Okay. Uh, make sure there's some... Uh, commitment on behalf of the company to working directly with the FDA. They're here. Mm -hmm. They're here. And they've told us that they want us to behave because this ingredient is different. So be prepared for regulations and registrations. And that would be different than growing it yourself at home, Mm. which you're allowed to do too, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. CVC, uh, CV sciences that's produced more published research, which you just handed me. Um, then, and formal studies supporting the safety of, of plus CBD products. So more than any brand, uh, what sort of research besides what you've just talked about? What other re- research? Okay, well, the done? first paper we did, the, the gentleman I mentioned, Scott Shannon, MD, I ran up to him at the Scripps Dietary Evidence-Based Update. I was there with um, the founder of Pharmaca, who, mm-hmm. in case you're listening to this, Don, Don Summerfield. He's a friend of mine. He listens to a lot of this stuff, veteran in the industry. He says, do you know that guy? said, no, no idea, but I'll get to know him. <laughs> and I ran up there, hey, it's Stuart with CV Sciences. And I gave him a bag of CBD like I gave you and I gave you. And we became fast friends. And the first paper that he published was using our product for a young man who had a cannabis abuse disorder, which many people believe doesn't exist. There's some denial about the risks and reward benefit. This young man was not doing well with marijuana THC. Even though it's not a term we use, I'm using it for emphasis. So Dr. Shannon, who is a psychiatrist and is part of the MAPS program, mm-hmm. where they're looking at things like MDMA, and ketamine, and some of the really cutting-edge material, was willing to take a risk. Imagine, this was 2015. Wow. Peer-reviewed and published case report on PubMed. They gave the man CBD, our product, and he got off of his dependency on the THC. Wow. And so if we were going to come out there, and I'm calling it decaf, we call it decaf mm-hmm. versus regular. Mm-hmm. The first paper that we published was a case report. And I have it in that stack. You can check it out later. Okay. On using our product for a young man. And the only 
change to his treatment was, and then the CBD decreased over time, mm. right? So you don't have this dependency. The National Institutes of Drug Abuse has looked at this. It's non-addictive and non-habit forming. So that was really the first thing that we did. And then we went to do a, an open-label pilot trial on anxiety, mm-hmm. where we gave the actual finished branded product to about 72 people. And they saw about an 80% reduction in anxiety. Wow. So that was really exciting. That's yeah. kind of a proof of concept. Ding, 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 ding. Right. Moment. There was a little study in there about PTSD, a breakout group. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, the skeptics, and I want to speak directly to any skeptics, they're small, very small. The randomized control trial was 65 people. All of these things are small. But it shows the commitment of CV sciences. Mm-hmm. So there's more in the works. Uh, we are also a pharmaceutical company. And we're combining CBD um, and using it to help people that are addicted to smokeless tobacco, which is a scourge, Mm. and there are no healthy treatments for. So that's what we're up to. Wow. Wow. That's interesting. Um, It's all interesting. What is randomized control? What is that trial? Yeah, now that's so important, and thank you. I sometimes get so excited. That's okay. (laughs) I I speak quick. But, you know, in, in a randomized control trial, it's the only way that medicine currently has to try to tease out the variables and the co-founding factors. And so this is where everyone is in the dark. Everyone is blind. You don't know if you're getting a sugar pill Mm -hmm. or if you're getting the chemotherapy. Mm -hmm. You have no idea. Now, in that case, you know, they're not allowed to do a trial like that. That's why I use that as an example, because you're not allowed to deprive standard of care. Mm -hmm. So when you get into the medical ethics issues, when we get away, I'll speak for myself, away from my ideological fear, and I looked into quite of the medical ethical issues, now I understand why they never did the research I wanted them to do when I worked at Sherwin's health food store, because they can't deprive you from medication mm. and give you herbs and vitamins and cure you <laughs> and prove it. Oh. So I didn't really fully understand the nuance of that. Mm-hmm. That's why in our study... We took our gold soft gel you can buy right now that I gave you, gave it to 65 people that are already healthy, a little overweight, but otherwise healthy. Mm-hmm. And they ate less. Why did they eat less? CBD is the opposite of THC. Oh. THC gives you the munchies. <laughs> CBD tells you you're full. Oh, interesting. You're less stressed out mm-hmm. because it supports the GABA receptor, better neurotransmission, better sleep. Mm-hmm. helps with then the perceived quality of life. How are you feeling? I'm feeling much better. Mm-hmm. And then the HDL goes up a little bit because we're maybe not in constant fight or flight mm-hmm. with that constant metabolic. Think of it when you're running from the tiger. I'm running from my phone every day. Yeah, right. I'm running from my phone. Yeah. And my heart starts racing. And the, 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 the blood goes from my brain and my heart to my hands and my feet so that I can run. Mm-hmm. So in any case, CBD plus CBD may be a buffer between you and a bad overreaction. Hmm. Wow, thank you for explaining that. I didn't realize. Um, This is so interesting. So right now we need to take a quick break. More in a minute. Don't go away. We will be right back. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high quality, great tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. 
Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with Her Life Stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. Why not shop online and let mothers have your order ready for you when you get to the store? Go online to mothersmarket.com and place your order today. Welcome back to the Mother's Market Podcast. And we want to remind you that if you missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for podcast and listen to past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now we're back to our interview with CV Sciences VP, Stuart Tomk, and we're talking about the latest information on CBD. And Stuart, you were just talking passionately about uh, randomized, that control trial. What were the outcomes from the trial? Well, the outcomes of the trial, and again, this is, has to be qualified with only 65 people. In this group, they ate less because it appears to create satiety signals rather than THC that can induce food-seeking behavior. Mm -hmm. So that was fun. Mm -hmm. They slept better and longer. So we all know how critical a good night's sleep is. If you talk to any of the leading naturopathic doctors, the integrative MDs, they'll tell you, mm -hmm. you have to get a good night's sleep. So that's critical. That used to not seem like a real juicy health claim, right? being able to give you a good night's sleep in a healthy way, but this really ends up being a huge health claim. Mm. And then finally, self-reported enhanced quality of life. So this is all considered very subjective. And that's why the skeptics want to see thousands of people, and they want to see it repeated. Mm. That's the power of an RCT, a randomized control trial. Oh. You can set it up, you can control it, you can scale it, and then you can really power it properly so that you can show statistical significance. Wow. So by the time something gets to, say, um, where there's eight or 10,000 patients, and they're able to show, say, a 25% reduction in an endpoint, that's considered a blockbuster. 25% hmm. reduction is a blockbuster. Okay. When CBD was approved on top of standard of care, so they had all those little kids having the seizures. We've all seen it. Right. And they were giving these little girls and boys all these different drugs. Mm -hmm. Then they added nature's, Mother Nature's CBD on top of it in huge amounts. And they had a further 40% additional reduction. Wow. So they hit treatment resistance. Mm -hmm. And then with nature's CBD on top of it, 40% mm -hmm. additional reduction in seizures. Wow. So that is when I say they listen to us. That is adjunctive therapy. So here is CBD. You can't give it to someone in lieu of standard of care because that's medical, medically irresponsible, mm -hmm. right? So that's why I think it's just such a fun conversation to show. At that concentration under that application, it behaves like an anti-epileptic drug. Mm. At a lower concentration, based on the, the work that we're doing, it appears as if CBD may help you feel satisfied, 
you feel like you slept better and longer because you did, and you're telling everyone, I feel better. Is that worth $1.50 a day? Yeah. Is that worth $1.50 a day? And then you grow the hemp everywhere, mm-hmm. suck the CO2 out of the atmosphere, take the top part, make plus CBD, take the bottom part to replace plastic. Now you can see why people were excited about this. Mm-hmm. Right? It's a decaffeinated way to power the world. Mm-hmm. That's, that's great. It's great to hear from um, the other side. Um, so thank you. What, uh, let's talk about self-affirmations and um, why, what does this say about plus CBD products? Well, the self-affirmation process Mm -hmm. is a regulatory opportunity. It's a regulatory opportunity for new ingredients to demonstrate their safety. Now, the critics of this, Kim, they say, well, you're funding the research. The company is funding the research. Many ingredients that we're familiar with, uh, like coenzyme Q10, we're not grandfathered into the industry. It's not like chamomile that's been around for centuries. And so the process of grass self-affirmation is where you have to challenge your ingredient to the rigorous standards of proving that it's a safe compound. Mm. So you have to do a 14-day study first. That's why I apologized for the animal work. Mm -hmm. Establish a dose and then do a 90-day study. And then we went on to do a sperm motility study. Because reproduction always comes up as the biggest issue, the third rail. And when people say, is cannabis risky? Remember when we were kids, there was the old wives' tale? Mm -hmm. Too much cannabis may impede fertility. Mm -hmm. So regulators would want to know about that. So we spent a boatload of money to do a special sperm motility study to at least find out in our work Mm -hmm. that it was safe for the intended use. So grass generally recognized as safe. Self-affirmation isn't pointing at yourself as a corporate slob saying, trust me. That's not what's happening. 14-day, 90-day. Then you have to have it peer-reviewed. It has to go through peer review. And our paper, I gave it to you, it's in the Journal of Toxicology. Mm-hmm. You then send it to four experts. Oh, you pay them. They put their reputations on the line. Four experts by training that sign off. They read the paper and say, what do you intend to do with this? You know what we said? We're not going to put it in in anything much except these dietary supplements. Hmm. You've seen other companies want to put it in water, food. They want to put CBD everywhere. The FDA is rightly concerned about that. Mm -hmm. So the grass self-affirmation sets up the safety for the intended use, peer-reviewed by academia, and then signed off by experts in industry that probably don't want to destroy their reputations over $2,500, okay? So even though they're critics to this process, it is lawful. It is the lawful way to declare yourself a dietary supplement, provided, this is now in our opinion, provided that you meet every other requirement of the Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act, which means you behave like any other dietary supplement company. High-level GMP, Audible, anytime, open door policy, registered with the FDA. Nothing's different. Mm-hmm. Nothing's different except taking the ingredient that people question and demonstrating that it's safe. And so we are now, I believe, the first company to produce all of this toxicology work, a randomized control trial, and then an after adverse event action market report of selling 5 million bottles and demonstrating that it was safe. So we've taken it from the seed, not only to the shelf, 
but to tracking 5 million bottles and demonstrating that it's safe. It's pretty remarkable. Wow, pretty thorough. Yeah. But it might not win everyone over. I just want to say that too. Some people listening to any of these shows, that's one of the beauties of our industry and this ingredient is that, you know, it resonates with some people and it doesn't resonate with others. We're trying to standardize the most controversial plant that's never lent itself to standardization. It's a real feat. But I think what with that attitude that you've come out and you recognize that, I guess it's more of a recognition, um, that sets you apart too, because you do realize that it's under scrutiny, (laughs) obviously. Oh, thank you. Well, I want something that I would give to my grandmother. Yeah, yeah. No, seriously, and Mm -hmm. I wouldn't probably give high THC to my grandmother, (laughs) unless the doctor did. No, really, and it was appropriate, Mm -hmm. and it was for end-of-life care. Right, 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 right. Yeah, interesting. Um, Let's talk a little bit about the post-market surveillance. What are what are the ad- adverse events, and what does post-market surveillance data? What is the recent? Data? Yeah, and thank you. And that's it, it's such an honor that I can say this now on PubMed right now. Uh, oh, I, I better correct that in the Journal of Dietary Supplements right now because it's not indexed on PubMed yet. The Journal of Dietary Supplements published this report where we had to and did track any complaint and all complaints. This is a big deal. Now, I mentioned it earlier, but I'll slow it down. The 1-800 number on the bottle, the 1-800 number on the bottle legally has to go to adverse event reporting, Mm. meaning if a friend or you or a relative has a side effect, you, you have to be able to have a human pick up, and there's an entire process on taking in that information, the way that information is taken in, and there's a service that we have, it's called NutraVigilance. Hmm. And it's based on the pharmacovigilance model of how they record adverse events. And so every single call that comes into CV Sciences, somebody says, I took the product and I didn't like the taste. It didn't deliver on the promise. I was expecting something else. We had some calls early on, they were disappointed they didn't get high. Okay, uh, so anything, tummy ache, anything like that, all of that goes to the, this database. So we were able to keep all of this data growing and growing, and we realized we had sold 5 million bottles. Wow. And that was the paper, one of the papers that I gave you, that I was so excited about that I thought, wow, if we can take this and show scientists mm-hmm. and put it into a medical journal, that we took the time to do everything the FDA was asking for. We were already where the FDA wanted us to be. Hmm. Having it peer-reviewed and published where people could go and look at it for themselves and say, I think it's worth the risk-reward ratio. So the adverse events that we had, there were a couple of people that had some tummy aches, a little GI discomfort, Mm -hmm. and it can happen. What do you say to people who say CBD just masks your pain and doesn't really have a lasting benefit? Well, I, I, I would say, well, you'd have to try it yourself. I think that would, be the, that would be the first thing. I would say I'd look at the safety data that we put out, and I'd, I'd look at that small randomized control trial, and I would say to myself, okay, what if I just want to sleep better? Maybe eat a little bit less or feel more sad. Maybe less of the dopamine rush of eating food, unbridled, some of these things. So maybe just try it. Um, Look, at it's not an opioid, and there's, it's not an alkaloid. It's not nitrogen-containing. 
So for the people that are really interested in the mechanisms of action and the pathways, mm -hmm. uh, there's a good argument to be made that you shouldn't tinker with your endocannabinoid system no matter what. Mm -hmm. That's an argument that you can, you can make, provided you get yourself healthy enough. Now, Ethan Rousseau, one of my mentors, I mentioned him earlier, and great ethnobotanist, he says many of the benefits that you get from fixing the gut, you really get the gut fixed. And we all know what that's like, to get that right balance in there. You don't have too many of the fermenting bugs and the other ones, and you're never bloated, and you have regular bowel movements, that you feel great. I mean, that's like the center of health. So in many cases, we're finding out that cannabinoids may demonstrate some of their benefit by their interaction with the gut microbiome, by influencing certain bugs in the gut that metabolize and regulate endocannabinoids. So I think that the paradox here is the same exact system which deals with homeostasis, because that's what the system is. This is the adaptogenic homeostatic system. It was only discovered in the 90s. We had no idea that it existed. Really? The ECS. Yeah. We had no idea. This homeostatic regulatory system, the same system that deals with homeostasis, also can get allostatic. And allostasis is where you end up having a lot of pressure on both sides of the seesaw. There's a lot of pressure. Right? It's balanced. All right? <laughs> so that's something to keep in mind with cannabinoids. As a target, drug companies have been trying to find a way to exploit this system since 1985. And the only drugs that they've had were THC, Marinol, approved by the FDA for food seeking when you're wasting away from HIV or AIDS. Mm. And they prescribe it off-label for eating disorders. Now that is fascinating, considering then last year we approved CBD, isolated CBD, as a pharmaceutical drug. Mm -hmm. So I think that the conversation about whether or not it's appropriate to use cannabinoids ultimately comes down to the context in which you're using them. And like anything else, the plant ally can become the plant master. Do you think that's a fair answer, Kim? I think, I, I mean, I am interested. I, you handed me this stack of papers, obviously, and I have not had a chance to go through them all, but this is your research. Mm -hmm. And then the last paper you handed me, I want to ask you about, because this, these are the ones that are opposed, correct? Right. So what are, what are these companies that are opposed saying? Are they kind of standard? Are they haven't read through everything? What is well, no, there they're, they're are major forces. There are large forces that are very concerned about the newness mm -hmm. and the new introduction of a very complex, very nuanced ingredient. And so that's why the responsible shepherding of the molecule mm -hmm. is our job. We have to act as if we are already being regulated by the FDA, and we are, and we're expecting even greater scrutiny, like a special requirement, some sort of a list that we're prepared to even sign up for. So that's why we want to acknowledge and hear the societal concerns mm -hmm. about this being mismanaged. And we also want to point to the companies that are trying to manage it properly. At the same time, this is the most 
widely used illicit plant in the history of the earth. So the idea that somehow this is new is preposterous. Yeah, it's not new, right? <laughs> All it's we're doing new. is taking the thing that when I first joined Sherwin's health food store <laughs> and they wanted to tell me about the power of plants, I was kind of confused since I hadn't smoked pot and I watched them all outside in back of the health food store. <laughs> It was the so first plant right. to show many people in the industry the power of plants, <laughs> yes. right? So at the same yes. time, let's kind of laugh at that, laugh at ourselves a little bit, mm -hmm. and say, hey, is that, is that the appropriate use of it? If you listen to Ethan Rousseau, he says, eat it if you're supposed to eat it medically. We don't make smokable products. Mm -hmm. We're not selling CBD joints. Yeah, <laughs> Right? We're not. Yeah. And there's some people are. Are they? Oh, it's a big deal right now. Oh. Oh, CBD. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're working around the farm bill, the CBD flower, as they call it. Yeah. So that might be an example of, of an irresponsible way okay. to move forward. And that's what, and you answered my question, because, again, it is, there's so much information flooding this particular market. So, um, you know, how are they keeping up with it? And you have this huge stack right here that... And well, at least it's our, it's our fairest it's, argument. Yeah. And that's why I invite you, please, check us out at CV Sciences on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And always ask your healthcare provider. Mm -hmm. Always ask her before you take any dietary supplements, especially CBD, uh, if it's appropriate for you. Perfect. Great. Well, interesting information, Stuart. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Some great advice, and we really appreciate your knowledge. Uh, look forward to having you on again in the meantime. You can get more information on, what's the website? You said the oh, YouTube. Plus CBD oil or pluscbdoil.com, pluscbdoil.com, and CV Sciences at YouTube. CV Sciences at YouTube. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Thank you so much. We My look pleasure. forward to your next visit. If you want to learn more health information, check out mothersmarket.com. Get delicious recipes and health guides to keep your body in tip-top shape. Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market podcast and for shopping at Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.